Welcome to Guzzler. So, I have a little fun fact about the word devil's advocate. Two words? Yeah, all right. <laughs> the <laughs> term. The yeah, term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, it used to be I was a just job. playing devil's advocate. <laughs> Did you know it used to be a job? I didn't. So A real job? Yeah, a real job. So Carry on. When, uh, back ages ago, like the 1600s, uh, when the Vatican were trying to decide if someone was going to be a new saint, they would employ a, a bishop or someone high in the Vatican to be a devil's advocate mm. and test the holiness of whoever that they were going to try and make saintly. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the term devil's advocate is someone who tries to take away the, the holiness, the goodness from someone um, and test their... their the that is a very good, that's a good fact. And how do I apply? <laughs> <laughs> Ask the Pope. I, sh- I assume... He'll contact me. Maybe. So I'm not quiet about it. Are you, are you on um? You on Indeed? Not Indeed. I'm on, on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can yeah. find it. You'll I think he'll he'll be in touch. Pope Francis, if you, is your man. Guzzle podcast. Hello, my name is Louis. I'm Alfie. I'm Deck. So I did throw it in there. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't um, panicked though. Do you want to know my name? <laughs> so today we are drinking this beer. It is called Project Babylon by, by Gun Brewery. Yes, and we had this on our Instagram. Definitely, what are you drinking? I am on a white this week. It's a Prina Grigio. Um, De, Del Venese. It's Italian, if you couldn't tell. Um, <laughs> they I'll, talk, can... I'll talk about it later because I haven't tried it yet. Oh, cool. Nice one. I'm going to slowly um, wait for the head to go down <laughs> and pour my bit. By the end of the episode, I might have tried some. Maybe, maybe. I'm going to start off this conversation today by saying there are 3.75 billion people on social media. Individual people or like accounts? Individual people. Is there? Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to say it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're all on social media. Yes. And also, these are the only things written on my card. Uh, each person has, on average, seven to eight accounts, social media accounts. Really? Across all platforms. Yeah, how many would you say you had? I haven't got TikTok. Each got Facebook, Messenger, WhatsApp. Is Messenger account yeah. separate? Yeah. Oh, Does it? Right. So, yeah. Really? Uh, WhatsApp, YouTube, what's accounts? Insta. Um, Insta. Did you say Twitter? I said Twitter, six. Reddit. Snapchat? Snapchat. Snapchat. In, uh, I don't have Reddit or Tumblr. I have both. That's You've got 10. TikTok. Yeah. That's 11. LinkedIn. 12. I have LinkedIn, to be fair. That's a lot, mm. to be fair. You know what think about it, though, do you? Right. They're just like... Yeah. They're just your apps. Our whole world is taken up by social media. Do you like social media? I hate social media. I think it is the toxicity of this world. Uh, I disagree. Really? I, yeah. Oh, I'm so glad we disagree. So finally, I, disagree I hate heavily. it. I... I can't stand social media. Nothing gives me anxiety. I absolutely hate social media with passion. Okay. What do you like about social media? I, w- I wouldn't have said it's good. I just I wouldn't say it's bad either. Because you the can thing use is, it for good things. That's the thing. Because social media on its own is is just a website. People abuse social media. Yeah. But that's what makes it toxic. If we all take that, if we take everything back to the bones, Hitler was, you know, he was just <laughs> a man. Not, yeah, but he abuses power. Power's not necessarily bad. Right. But that's what I'm saying. You can't even back to the bones. I think social media is a toxic, horrible. My place. main problem with a lot of the social media stuff isn't even people abusing it. It's the way it's meant to be used. Mm. It just doesn't work quite how people would have hoped. So I think social media perpetuates 
people's toxic traits if they're popular within that sphere. Do you know what I mean? Right. So like a lot of people's opinions, I think, aren't necessarily their opinions, but because they get likes, right. they will say them. But again, that's not social media's fault. But that's the whole that's, point of social media. That's people conforming to an idea that other people think. That you could see that in a group of people. You wouldn't need social media for it. If you put 20 people in a room and one person said something controversial at the, the very beginning. So the room is silent and someone said, Hitler was good, right? He wouldn't necessarily be right, but someone think, might stand up just no, so... No, the, 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 the things people put on, in, on like Twitter, for example, it's controversial, but people... It's like... Uh, I don't know what to how to say it. It's, well, I think in a, if people are sat in a room all together, mm. people will be more likely to bring up a point they don't necessarily think people agree with because they know they can stand up for themselves coherently and with as much emphasis on specific words. I, or with I, a, I disagree. I think Twitter is a very, very difficult place to get your point across properly. I. I I would disagree. I think people would be more intimidated in a room full of people than they would be sat behind a keyboard. I think so, because I remember recently buying an argument with someone on Twitter. Mm-hmm. There's no way he was going to win or you were going to win. Because he wasn't going to listen to you. No. You were right. On this point, but you were yeah. right. There's no way he was going to listen to you. No. And there's no way that you'd go, oh, fair enough, and then he would win. There's no way that was going to happen. No. But in a room, you could be like, but I actually mean this. And he might have gone, oh, okay. Yeah, but he still wouldn't have agreed. Because that's context dependent. It was the argument that he was making, he was bigoted in the argument, not his okay, so, stance on it. Right. So looking around in circles, one thing I'd say, right, so TikTok, yeah. you have TikTok, right. Now, I know a lot of people in my year group at school who are on TikTok. Mm-hmm. However, those same people do these little dance videos and these uh, impressions and stuff on TikTok. Now, if someone done that, who is maybe in a social circle that's very different to what they, what these people were in. Yeah. Maybe like, I don't know, maybe they don't have any friends in school or something like that. If one of them done that 10 years ago, mm. they would have been bullied hard. Yeah. But now TikTok's a popular thing. All the people who were considered popular mm. at school can now do it. And if it was the other way around, they'd be bullied for it. Like it's normalised behaviours that a lot of people were, yeah, bullied for mm. right. back when we were at school. Is that a bad thing? In that context, no. Because they're now being able to do things that they would want to have done. But are they? Or would those or people, they, or just or people, those, or would those people yeah. feel like the popular people are now encroaching on the one thing they had, even though they've been bullied for it? And like a lot of people get very... This is, this is a, I'll admit, this is a slightly weak point, but a lot of people who were really into comic books and stuff like that get quite annoyed... That now everyone likes them, right? When they've spent a lot of their life being alienated mm. by those same people because superheroes are for kids and stuff like that. Yeah. I think the thing with that is that, um, sorry, slightly going off, but the thing with that is that uh, a lot of people like comic books and know a lot about comic books, but the MCU comes out, which is immediately follow the comic books and they think they know all about the comic books. Yeah, 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 like, definitely. Yeah. But also, it's just like something's become that annoys po- me. Something's become popular all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they've spent their whole life yeah. being ashamed yeah. of because people have told them that they're. Mm. nerdy idiots or whatever yeah. and all of a sudden everyone likes it the same as if people did TikTok stuff and they thought it was funny and all of a sudden everyone likes it mm. and also just because people now like TikTok doesn't mean they still like those people that were making that sort of stuff originally they still think they're not cool yeah they're just they've just stolen them. the thing yeah. that they liked but that isn't it's, again 
that's people doing that. TikTok by itself isn't. You, it can be used for as a really good tool. Yeah, but I don't think we should take it back to the bones. I think we should discuss the fact what it's used for currently. Yeah, that's but like, that's. It depends on who's using it, because a majority of people are using it are abusing it. Yes, there, let's go the majority. There are a, a proportion that don't. Uh, so let's use something like. Um, Oh, shit bang, because it'd be very loud in this little boy. Um, um, oh, I can't think. Somebody tell me something about social media. Oh, fine, just look at me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my, my point is just that everything on social media is distilled into That's what a I'm point saying. of validation. Right. Like Twitter, mm-hmm. if you are a white, straight man, mm-hmm. you are the Disney villain. Yeah, okay. But why? Why have I got to feel guilty for being a white straight man? But that's generalisation, isn't it? It's why we use like the term Karen now for certain people who are bigoted and stuff like that, women who just start on people for no reason. That's a generalisation of I, people I do on Twitter. Agree with that, to be fair. So true, yeah. the straight white man in, in on Twitter and on many other um, platforms right now is the villain because people have made a generalisation between straight white males being bigoted and assholes. But then also... But generalisations have always existed. You are right. But also, the people who are making these generalisations are the same people who would tweet all about equal rights. We need to make sure... Yeah, but they're also generalising the fact that they are straight and male. This has always been the same. This was way before social media even existed. Yeah, but I'm just saying that these people who are like, we all need to make sure everyone's equal and open that, are generalising the fact that the person who they're arguing on Twitter is straight Mm. and a male, which they... Shouldn't be doing anyway. But everyone's always made generalizations. Yeah. In, like, you go, generalizations go back to uh, psychology and schemas. So, our brain makes little shortcuts with the information that we learn. That's, so, stereotyping like prejudice as yeah. well, isn't it? Yeah. So, when we learn something, it goes into a box of something we already know. So, if you learn differentiation, it goes into the math box, mm. right? It creates a shortcut so your brain can better understand the world. If you learn something about a particular race or sex or gender, your brain would associate what you already know with what you've just learned. Mm. Which is why a lot of people are putting or are generalising the straight white man with this Disney villain because you see higher abuse cases, rape cases, uh, and like racism cases, homophobia in straight white men with bald heads and a flag in their, their name. It doesn't mean all of them are doing it, but they've generalised a particular behaviour with a certain person, and that's how even racism comes. Yeah, about. And I was just about to say, if you, you generalise though, the other way, you can get in a lot of trouble for that. You can, you can get generalisation is is bullshit. But no one gets in trouble for saying straight white man. But I think the idea is that straight white men are in the majority, isn't it? Yeah. Otherwise, you're just picking on a group, though. Yeah. You? Mm-hmm. But like, I think you you are being picked on, but like. To clarify, I'm not moaning that. No, no, yeah, but like, there's yeah. there's a lot of us, and we can go. Sometimes it's definitely taken to the extremes, and it can annoy me as well. But like, like as a straight white man, you don't really go through a lot, do you? To be honest. But like the term "men are trash." Like, you know what I mean? Like the term "men are trash." See, I don't like about. that. I'm not a fan of that. Right. So the thing is, they don't say all men are trash. Oh, I, I don't know. A lot of them do say all men are trash. Uh, but a lot of them just say men are trash, right? So they're not specifically saying every single man yeah. is a piece of shit, no. right? But people generalise mm. that statement with... Um, now, I dare you to come to it tonight and say women are trash and see what stick you get. Yeah, I'm not going to. No, exactly. 
because you, you wouldn't because you know that people will be on, be on you like that's so hard. That's again, that's because they think I've generalised. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Like, so you can generalise against a man. Men are trash. You can. That's fine because no one's going to tweet back going that's horrible. You'd be yeah. like, oh, no, that's fine, whatever. So if you tweet saying a woman is trash, yeah, then you exactly you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't ever think about doing that. No. You wouldn't do that. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm not condoning either behaviour because we are the most privileged. Let's be honest. Mm. Uh, only if yeah, we were yeah, rich yeah, exactly. would we be even higher yeah. up. Um, so it, it comes down to what the internet will eventually condone and what it won't. I what? think all for I don't I don't like any hate speech, whether it's against a man, a woman, uh, oh, someone who's no, trans, no, whether yeah. they're black, white. I th- basing somewhat something off of uh, a character that they can't change. I that's, think you should I think only that's the go derogatise like, people who behave in a certain way. Mm. So your point doesn't come from because you want to say women are trash and no. you know you can't say no. it. It's because yeah, someone tweet. else is saying it. Yeah. And it's like, why, why can they say that when you wouldn't, yeah. when you wouldn't say it the other way? Why, so in terms of the validation thing, mm. my main specific thing with the Twitter validation is because I think it leads to massive disenfranchisation because people have followers who agree with them yeah. and they follow people that agree with them mm-hmm. then people like their points yes. they're never actually airing their points to anyone the same as Kate Hopkins this is what I mean they're never actually putting their opinions out there well they are but they're putting them out to people they know are going to like and yeah. support yeah. the Black Lives Matter thing yeah. obviously I'm 100% for Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. in terms of like I support the cause and all that yep. sort of stuff I have no problem with any of that but all of the social media stuff I thought was very Black performative Box. Right, black box. And I don't think it did anything because everyone that I follow, specifically Instagram, right, everyone I follow on Instagram, I know isn't racist. Otherwise, I wouldn't follow them, and they're not my friend. Yeah. And everyone that follows me, I know isn't racist. Right. So what's the point of me sharing anything? Because I assume, maybe I shouldn't assume, but I assume that they're not racist and they're already looking at that stuff. Yeah. And, if and they, they already care about that stuff. And if they saw you Instagram going, well, you didn't post a black box, that means you are racist. Then you don't care about them because they yeah. don't know you. Again, I don't think it doesn't anger me because it's not, it's not hurtful. No, like it's not bad for like if someone did post black box. Fair enough. It's not a, it's not difficult for them to do. No. It's not bad, but I thought it was quite pointless. Yeah, I I think it was the whole black box thing. It people did conform to it, and that was the bad thing. It mm. was it at the end of the day it is a shallow um, remark. It is a, a shallow action that some people can. <laughs> put on social media um, but for a lot of people it was a show of solidarity to yeah. the, the cause but, I but you someone, can't tell the difference no, because no. it's just a box yeah. on a screen I spoke to someone who said well my friends said it so I thought I need, to, I need to join in which is not what that was for No. but I'll say that on your Instagram you post a lot of, at the time especially you post a lot of things about Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. and stuff like that which um which is very good and I have another friend who does that the same every single day we're posting that mm-hmm. which is the conversation that should be had not just a black photo. No. Right. Yeah. Um, again, that's my that's my point. Is that some of it felt quite performative. I'm not saying yeah. no sh- no one should have used their social media. And again, if I was famous and I didn't know every single person that followed mm. me personally, I think that's a different conversation. Yeah. But that's that's it. Is it is it conformity or is it identification? Another thing with it as well is I don't use social media. Right. But like I never post anything. Mm-hmm. So I would just be joining to do that. Yeah. Whereas you post a lot. Yeah. So if you didn't talk about it, yeah, it would feel like you talk about everything, but that. but not that. Yeah. So it's it's different if you're con if you're always active. I yeah. Think. Whereas I never post anything, so I just pop up and be like, "Hey, Black Lives Matter." To everyone that I know knows Black Lives Matter, and mm. then just disappear. Yeah. Whereas it, I it I hope my shallow. friends know that I'm in full support of the Black community. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. 
so the other thing that I would say go hands in hand, hand in hand with social media is uh, within a reason reality TV because reality TV is like social media, but we're watching it. Okay, I hate reality TV. Okay, so I'll take a flip on Why? that. Why? Because I, I don't see the abuse of the reality TV. No, not I, the reality TV. No, because you're just watching someone else's life. I don't. I I think if you are bored in your own life, you will enjoy reality TV. Is it any reality TV you like? Nope. Like because I'm I'm stretching the idea of reality TV out here, but like the chase. Nope. <laughs> uh, Do you like the chase? It's all right, but it's not reality TV, is it? No, so it's like, not reality TV. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just mean the idea of reality. So I, me and Alfie have both applied previously for Big Brother. Right. And I, it was, was something I really wanted to do. I'd come Big Brother. I like the idea of Big Brother because obviously Big Brother started out as a social experiment, mm-hmm. like from 1984, yeah. that was in the year 90, but like the book. Uh, so you just put like seven people in a house and just see how they react yeah. after always being watched. I know Big Brother turned around into something very, very different. Yeah. Uh, but I like the idea of just like being put into a house. You're forced to like these people, you're forced to do these things. I just like that. But idea. you're not forced not to like be- them, No, okay, you're forced to like, live with them, though. that's what okay. I mean. And I just like the idea of like, not, not, to go on there to be famous or to be watched particularly, but I like the idea of the challenge. And if it was still there without the TV aspect of it, I would still apply. Oh, we did in Borneo, though. Yeah, it, it is like that, isn't it? It's like that. Spend a month, you have to be with people, you have to... No one's watching us. No, but it wasn't, it wasn't yeah, the idea yeah, of being watched true. that I liked. But then that there. wouldn't be reality TV. No, no, but I mean, the concept of it was what right. I liked. I didn't care about the idea of being watched on TV. So, I mean, if, they, if there was a... Like a job in the paper, like just go live in this house for 12 weeks for these people, right? Not being filmed, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I, I yeah. understood that, but I don't see the point of being filmed because it's because, but I think it's because originally it was that experiment, so let's see how this gets, yeah, on. yeah. The thing I cannot see, then, then what, why? Why is it being filmed that is a problem to you? Because uh, it well, it's less of it being filmed because I, I don't like people watching me anyway, but um, it's more about the people. Sorry, you said you don't like people watching you, yeah, it's apart, like from, apart from this, um. But like someone just you go to watch someone else live their life. I think I, the people that watch reality TV can't deal with their own life, so they have to look at someone else's. But I think it's not their life, which is why it's interesting. It's a dramatised version of them as well, because they know they're being filmed. Yeah, so it's not but even what, them. What do you so think is the difference between someone on social on reality TV trying to be likable, yeah, mm. and living their life, and someone on social media trying to be likable and to be performative. They're both on a stage. Yeah, it's nothing different. But you like social media? I do like social media because it can be used as a tool. Like for me, I use it for my business. I can't go on rea- reality TV and just go on Big Brother and just drop hints every day. But that would be very good for your business. But yeah, exactly. It because, for be. example, Alison Hammond, do you know Alison Hammond? Yep. Yeah, so she, I think she didn't come fourth in Big Brother. She was in like first, second series, whatever it was. She came quite low in Big Brother, and now she's. Megastars know her. She interviews a lot of megastars. They know her quite well. Like she has to set the house and stuff like that. People know her very well. And she didn't even come forth from Big Brother. Or like Adam Lambert, who came like second on American Idol and now Frontline's Queen. Mm. Same with Jennifer Hudson and stuff like that. Reality TV boosted them. So actually, you got a Big Brother, you might end up very much like Joe Wicks if you went a Big Brother. Um, <laughs> but when it comes down to it, social media isn't every waking second, is it? Or even every sleeping second? When it comes I think for some people it is. I think so as well. And that's the abuse of it. But you can neither use or abuse. But are those people abusing social media or social media abuse those people? Because they've started to get likes. That's that's started to take up a very significant portion of who they are. Exactly. And they've slowly given away their life. So they've abused... No, social social media's done that to them. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with social media. No, I think they're they're overusing it. The likes and the perpetual... Maybe it's not popular enough. (laughs) Yeah, maybe I'm not. There's a documentary on Netflix which I recommend anyone to watch. Uh, I'm or you, you too. It's called The American Meme. 
It's about the idea of like social media, what it's done to us, and how when you get famous on social media, you have to live up to that. You can't disappear one day. You can't just like lower down. Like you, like you, that's your livelihood. You need you need to do that. And that's not because they've done that to themselves. And I think people got very depressed and very like, I can't believe I've got to do this. But I think that's because social media done that to them. Yeah, I, f- I feel like that is with uh, David Dobrik. Do you watch David yes. Dobrik? Right. I don't watch him, but I know of him. Okay, so he is the, the, the hen- head honcho of Vlog Squad. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've been doing vlogs for years. And he's coming up to like 23, 24 now, I think. And he's been doing it for like six years. So he's documented his whole life, up until Rona, for the best part of his adult life. Mm. And... I can't see a way out for him. No. Yeah, exactly. Does it just end one day? Does he go, this is going to be the last mm. vlog, and from here I'm going to... Yeah, I think what, that that's, what that's very much at the front of something that we just don't know in general, because yeah. we're the, sort of the first generation of these people yeah, who have established mm. their lives around but vlogging and stuff like he that. Is, he's the, the biggest vlogger in the world, so yeah, he will yeah. decide what everyone else does. So there, there's He's hundreds of the thousands way. of yeah. vloggers on, on YouTube, yeah. and whatever he does, everyone else will follow. So yeah, he, exactly. uh, yeah. yeah. One thing I will say is, I, I, I used to be like you. Right. I thought social Muscly, media. Muscly, tattoos. Yeah. I was more attractive. But I used to think <laughs> that social media was just a good tool, and sometimes people would like abuse it and stuff like that. When I had just my personal socials. Right. Then I got a. This is sad. I'm a big fan of Doctor Who. The British sci-fi TV show. I, have I, a doc- I know what it is. I have a, this is for people who may not know. Uh, and I have a Doctor Who Twitter. For yeah. Doctor Who fans. Right. They are not okay. These people. <laughs> not, this isn't a joke. They genuinely need help. Right. What's their it? lives are social media. They, basically their whole existence, their whole plan, all their friends are online. Right. People they've never met. People they probably don't even know their faces half the time. Yeah, but that's not social media. That's fault, their entire existence. That's their own fault. Because they haven't spent that's enough time life. outside. That's because social media's done that. To but them. what I'm no, saying is, they've done it to themselves. If you didn't really have very good social skills, right? Right. You're not very socially intelligent. Yep. Social intelligence is a thing, right? You're yep. not great at it. You struggle. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you have this thing online. No one knows your identity. Nobody can tell you're awkward. Nobody can tell you struggle to talk and you, you struggle to accentuate yep. your points and stuff like that. All of a sudden, you go on Twitter and you say, I really like Series 1, Episode 2, The End of the World, Doctor Who. It's amazing. You get loads of likes. Mm-hmm. And people go, oh, I agree completely. That's fantastic. You've never had that sort of encouragement before. But that's a good thing. Is it though? Yes. How is it? You don't because know these people. No. It's like you're uh, you're trying to impress someone who you don't know. Like if I put something on social media and you like it, you're my mate. That's that's cool. I like that. That's yeah. good. But that's because I have a life outside. Of, I'm saying it's very yeah. difficult to get the balance right. People oh, spend yeah, a lot of time impressing people they don't know. Yeah. But why? Like we spoke about this the other day in terms of both of our girlfriends will tell us things like, "Oh, have you heard about so and so, so and so?" I haven't even seen them for eight years. I don't care what colour their hair is. Exactly. Or you can also get a such with. a weird view of the world if you only live on social media. Yeah. For example, with Black Lives Matter, you'd probably assume most people are for it. Yeah. Like most people are for the Black Lives Matter movement or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're not. No, they're not. Because That's most of the racists aren't on Twitter. During the last general election, 
the Twitter poll on my Twitter was predominantly voting for Jeremy Corbyn, and that had 30,000 votes. Mm. Jeremy Corbyn got absolutely wrecked. Mm-hmm. Johnson got a majority. Mm-hmm. You would never know that if you lived on Twitter, because yeah. Twitter is not a representation of the world. And no one expects it's it. It's a representation that. of Twitter. Yeah. But people do expect it to be. And that's on them, not on Twitter. So Because they've put it in their head that Twitter is their life. Back onto Reality TV quickly. One that I cannot stand, and I will say that I spent my summer watching this two, three years ago, uh, is Love Island. Get out. You I don't like Love Island. I don't like Love Island. Oh. I was saying, <laughs> about two, three years ago, it was really big. It was one year where it was really big. Jeremy Corbyn was watching it, Storms was watching it. It was a big thing. I watched it that one year, and I came back the year after, and I was like, actually, this is poison. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's between that and Twitter, or Snapchat, or Instagram? Because to be on Love Island, you have to have over a certain amount of followers, and they're so, like, addicted to their phone, addicted to his stuff. Yeah. That's toxic. That's a personality of the person, though, isn't it? That's to- but But, okay, so why do, why do we as a nation, right. very much a British thing, why do we love watching those people? Because we're all sad and we don't understand our own lives. Right. So. Self-evident. Yeah, well, yeah, I was like, fine. I love that. Do you know what I mean, though? Why do we spend so much of our time thinking we need to watch these people get in their underwear who are like, I want to be like them, I want to be like them. And then, like, last year they were like, we've got a plus-size person on there. She's size 10. Hang on. That ain't plus-size, is it? Like, wait a minute. Like, why has that become so ingrained that everyone... And then people were like watch that who are like 12, 13, 14 and go well, I need to be like that they don't what's another thing where it's not actually a slice of life huh? it's a very select yeah, 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 yeah. And, that, and that's it because people don't experience the things that they see on reality TV like um, the Bush Tucker trials and stuff mm. like that on the uh, celebrity people don't experience them sort of things they don't get the chance to go into the jungle and, and do the things that the celebrities do I don't mind I'm a celebrity because like so with a normal um reality TV show you take a normal person mm-hmm. and you try and instantaneously turn them into like an idol yeah and someone that's going to be watched by the nation they're very much yeah. not used to that and they very much adapt to their personality yeah, yeah they're used to social media as well so they adapt to a very specific personality mm-hmm. you see them all adapt yeah, to a very yeah. specific kind I'm a celebrity you take a celebrity and you actually kind of normalise them but I know they're still on camera yeah. but you force like, them into situations normal so, where they have to cook yeah. they have to socialise they yeah. have to do stuff like that someone from a band or EastEnders or something who's already in the public eye so they're already in the public mm-hmm. eye so I don't, I don't think it's as harmful to them no or to the public yeah. social media because reality TV is very harmful to the people that are on it yeah. in a large mm-hmm. I mean look at Love Island yeah Mike, suicides yeah. and stuff like yeah. that um, Mike whatever, yeah. thing, whatever. Yeah. Um, someone else killed themselves as well yeah. I think it was like there's been three Four. And obviously Caroline Flack. Yeah. And obviously Caroline Flack as well. But hang on. So with that, so one person, not that I'm disregarding his life in any single way, but someone on Jeremy Kyle, mm-hmm. see some bad press, Wigley, he killed himself. So Jeremy Kyle was taken off of air because they said that what he done was wrong. Yeah. But Jeremy Kyle also does a lot of good things. He brings families together and he sorts yep. a lot of problems. Now it's immediately taken off of air within days. But on another one, four people have killed himself, including their host, Caroline Flack. But yet, that will still remain on because it makes ITV millions yeah. and millions of pounds. That's a bad, bad thing. Yeah. I think... But that conversation's not there enough. No. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. You like social media. Yeah. You love it. You want to marry it. I That's what I've it. learned. 
Um, <laughs> I, I don't think it's you good think or bad. it's an abuse tool. I, I I don't think it's good or bad. I it, it's not even a tool to some people. Like I use it as a tool for my business. Mm, mm. But for you guys that haven't got a business, you don't need to use it mm. at all. You just see it to catch up, see what your friends are doing at the time. I I, I barely go on social media. But but yeah, it, yeah. Like the average person will just go on. I run this baby on social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got to promote this. It's um, drowning me. Yeah. So. It's just a thing. If you took everyone off of every social media, we would still have the same problems that we have. There'd just be empty websites. I don't know if that's true. But it's just because of the large scale that they're on. People would still act the same. They just wouldn't be able to do it in such of a large audience. Maybe. We wouldn't know it until it happened. Well, it did happen, didn't it? There was time for social media. Yeah. Yeah, and I wouldn't have said people acted any different. It was just harder to act as eccentrically because you weren't in front of as many people. Interesting. This is one where, I, if anyone's listening, let's know what you think. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm interested. Uh, talking about opinions. Yes. And good advice. Nathan is coming up. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna lighten the mood. Yes. No faith in Nathan. In Nathan. This third episode after this week, he has a little break. Uh, he needs it. He needs it. Bless him. He's been working hard. Uh, there's a little break. Sisters is contact with some, yes. some more things. Guzzlerpodcast at gmail.com. Or go to our Instagram. Guzzler. Just Guzzler Podcast. Guzzler Podcast. Guzzler Podcast on Instagram. Some man's got Guzzler. Yeah. D- DM him. <laughs> <laughs> Get him on. Don't do that. Um, uh, yeah. Beer. Yes, the beer. Go uh, on. Uh, I was going to say that. So I, I, quite, I do quite like this. Right? I very much like the I like the can. I like the aesthetic on this can, but I prefer, I prefer the Boss Brewery we had in episode four. I prefer this. Ooh, controversial. Maybe it's because I've had a few. Is this a, <laughs> is this, is this a pale ale? It's vegan. Uh, I'm a big fan. I really, really like this. I think it's mm. a very good pale ale. I think it's got a slightly less of an aftertaste than yeah. Declan. So the description for this is crisp and fruity. This wine is created from Pinot Grigio grapes grown in northern Italy, giving it fresh flavours of citrus and red apple. Store in a cool dark place. It's, it's nice. I often don't like whites, but that isn't awful. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being immature. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it says goes with chicken salads and creamy pasta. Does it? Like, like most whites? I'd assume so, because it's not awful. But most whites will go with. So pasta. you're saying if it was awful, it wouldn't go with pasta. Well, you put white wine in pasta, didn't you? Do you? Yeah. yeah. White wine sauce. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like this. I hate the. No. Unfine, unfiltered, gluten-free. We're giving a little bit more information about Spigly work uh, on our podcast, including Heather. Yes. Hot Heather. Icelandic Heather. Icelandic Heather. What we got this week? Pets. Pets. Yes. She's got quite a few pets. She has quite a few pets. Yeah, she's got loads of geckos. Mm. Yeah. She gives them she biblical has. names like John and David. And she's got Ringo Paul as well. She hasn't got George. <laughs> they're yet. Beatles, yeah. not Saints. Yeah, but, no, 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 but she has got them. They're the snakes. Are they snakes? Yeah, the snakes are Beatles. Oh, I didn't know that. She's got a lot of Johns. I know, she, I know she hasn't got a George. I know she hasn't got a George. Are you sure? I thought she had four snakes. Yeah, but I don't think everyone's called George. I think it's just called, like, Sam. <laughs> it's definitely not because I thought it was just like a random like uh, but all the geckos are different colours as well geckos is quite a random yeah, thing yeah she, she never has a gecko that's the same colour as the one she's already got yeah. 
They all have to be slightly different. How many pets do you think she's got? She's got a lot of pets. She's very anal about her pets. 19, maybe? I was going to say 20. So. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. About yeah. that. Yeah. About that. Hopefully she gets a, a George and it'll be 20 yeah. and then I'm right. Yeah. No dog, though. No dog. Oh, yeah. Not she's yet. very reptilian. Reptilian, yeah. yeah. She, she's reptilian. She, she has the eyelids that go the other way. And That's actually, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not appreciative. She, she doesn't have that. <laughs> uh, right. Right. Uh, Faith in Nath. No faith in no Nath. No faith in oh Nath. Oh my god. He never gets the name. Uh, I'm glad we're professional. Poor Nath. <laughs> This is our third episode of No Faith with Nath. Maybe we've got no some... No Faith in Nath. No Nath. Faith in Nath. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we've got some faith in Nath after the last two episodes. Yeah. Sorry, Faith. <laughs> uh, I think there's some faith in Nath. Nonetheless, this one. Today we're talking about social media and now we're going to talk about engagement. How much do you know about engagement? <laughs> probably, probably, okay. probably the least. <laughs> yeah, the least of anyone. <laughs> least of everyone. So, this person said that. He's you, get, I'm sorry. <laughs> Would you say you're romantic? I know, you, but are you romantic? Do you think? Yeah, he's I, I can't say. A yes or a no to that? No, but like, but how, would you, I've never, I've never been do you able think you to? would? Be I need this question. I, I'd like to say I am. Okay, yes, yeah, but, yeah. but I'd probably try to pull it because off, and it'd go terribly wrong. You need right. this. That's quite right. endearing. Yeah. So, the young man from Bristol said he was going to get engaged during lockdown, but it ruined all of his ideas. Right. So he wants a proposal that he can do during COVID, a COVID-friendly uh, proposal. What did you say? It's not exactly like you can do much. I mean, you can go out and travel places now, so we're not limited to where you can travel to now. So yeah. I'd say just take us somewhere nice and... Where's somewhere nice? Where did you say they're from again? Bristol. From Bristol. He's <laughs> like, oh, no. Uh, no. how far you want to drive? Yeah. <laughs> I'd say it sort of depends where you're willing to travel to. Just I don't know about Bristol. Just no, I don't know Bristol. But, yeah, but like, I need details now. What, what's, what do you, this person will get engaged. Plan his proposal for him. Plan the proposal, yes. me, I'm mm. everyone. Not a smart idea. That's exactly what I want it. I, I'd like McDonald's? <laughs> hide it in the fries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hide the ring in the fries. Yeah. I'm it. assuming like a nice restaurant. Yeah, take you yeah, take somewhere to a nice restaurant. Okay. They've all opened up now, so you're oh. better off now. But it's a bit like because it's, it's quite spread out, it's a bit it's, it's not nice at the moment. No, I was it? gonna say it's, it's the issue with COVID sort of you are restricted to exactly where well, to do I've, it. I've been to a restaurant since I've been reopened. I can't imagine they're no, romantic at the moment. Like, I yeah, can't imagine like... Screens up everywhere. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Alright, so we'll scrap that idea. What about having <laughs> said if we take her to... We, as a four, we'll go with... We'll go with <laughs> yeah, all four of us. Uh, somewhere like... Blackpool Pleasure Beach? Blackpool Pleasure Beach. <laughs> right, let's stick with that <laughs> idea. Right, so we're going with Blackpool no, Pleasure Beach. No, we're not doing that. Okay. The zoo? You can go the zoo. zoo. The zoo, yeah. Now, at, the when at the zoo, us. where would you propose at the zoo? Quite, that's a good question. No, right? so like the, the hippos enclosure. Yeah, I was going to say, I was a bit of an insult. The monkeys were like yeah. eating shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And run off with the ring. What's the most romantic enclosure to propose I mean, outside of? It's sort of, I'd say whatever her favourite animal is. So there's not exactly a yeah, generic animal nice, to though. choose. That is nice. That is nice. Fair, that is nice. There's not exactly a generic animal to He's choose. He's personalising it. You got you're making yeah. it towards them. Custom. Obviously. Good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just for you. <laughs> just for you. Your favourite animal. I'm gonna go back to restaurant idea quickly. What if her favourite animal's like horrible though? But like, she likes them, but like you can propose. What, there, what are the mean? monkeys with a really horrible ass? Baboon. Baboon. That's him. Mm. Uh, what if her favourite animal's like a pig or something? And you're at the zoo. What are you gonna do then? 
Most other people wouldn't find it romantic, but sort of she but might she still would, find it. Because the fact that if your favourite animal is a pig, you do a breakfast in bed. Bed, it's only a plate of bacon, and uh, then you put the ring. No, because the fact bacon. is, if she likes the animal, she might not be a fan if you just serve her up a plate of it dead. Yeah, that's why it was a joke. Now, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, making sure this is, this is you. I am interested to know. So you go for a three course meal. I'm just, this is a scenario now. Three course meal, woman. Uh, on a on a romantic date, you're gonna propose to her. What Jeff? What do you have for starter? Romantic meal. You're gonna propose. You don't, to her you don't go point. for garlic. That's okay. not a smart right. idea. Obviously, the bad breath not exactly best for choosing. Okay. I mean, out of, out of everyone to choose, I'm not a good person. That's why. For for my size, I'm a very fussy eater. I, I didn't know that. Before. So, what would you have then? Start. <laughs> question. What would you have to start? Depends where I was. I mean, just anything. Anything you could. You have anything. Weather spoons. Okay. What's that? <laughs> Well, I'd have a web spoon for a starter. So it'd uh, be gut uh, red. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant you'd have a whole web spoon for a three-course meal. Yeah, three-course meal. Dressed yeah. Up. <laughs> Frankie, <laughs> Benny, some <Samarine. laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. between these places, you could go Casper's for dessert. To be fair, you could do a place like that. Um, at which point would you propose to her? At which point? When she's asleep in her bed. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot to do it. He's he's like, yeah. He turns back up to us. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's in the window the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Just driving home. Oh, I think. Shit, I've been off of this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so what, what point in the meal would you do it? I sort of say towards the main course or dessert. Oh, so but. Now you're going to options. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's sort of a hard one. I'm not sure whether you do it. Well, I think you don't, you don't stick around for too much of the meal after you just No, it's just going to want to, you know, go home. Yeah, <laughs> I'll end it there. Yeah. Uh, so, so you did it before dessert. I thought if you did it too early on, she don't care about the meal at that point, does she? No, right. just the yeast. Well, ah, yeah. that, that makes it cheap for you. Well, maybe when you when you well, that's the last thing I'm worried about. When you finish the spoons, and I'm going, she might hate that dessert. <laughs> that is the last thing I'm going to be. Thinking about what she hates, she, she might eat a dessert. He wants her to leave. You He wants to propose, so she doesn't order a main. Well, to be fair, Nathan, you could, you've you've left Weatherspoons, which is your starter. You're on the way to Frankie and Benny's for your main. Yeah. Maybe it's just best to to do it after your first free course meal, which is your class and your starter. Go to the zoo and propose in front of her favourite animal. Do you know what I'd do? Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Go on. Keep breakfast in bed. Mm. Something keep small, it simple, small and intimate. Mm. Like See, that yeah, took two seconds, well. Nathan, instead but of going to see a big, pig. I'm okay, not, let's be honest. Like right, let's be honest. If I gave a two-second answer like that, it would be, be a pretty short section. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So yeah. Yeah. A lot so of it depends got... on the woman, though. I was going to say, it all depends on every single person. Is this person definitely straight? I don't know. Right. It depends on their partner, then. Yeah. What if she's allergic to all animals and doesn't? she's not anorexic as eat? Got a problem there, don't we, Nath? She won't like zoos or meals. What now? But Nathan likes both of them things, so I'm going to propose. Yeah, that's, that's a good yeah. point. I just, go, enjoy, him. I just go out and enjoy myself. Right. Well, for the years, get to get a new partner. That was our first uh, instalment. Instalment of no faith. In, in Nate. I still gonna say. I we. think this week's gone a little lower. And we are no, slowly yeah. regaining faith in Nate. Am I? Maybe. So for maybe. I don't know that took a hit. Um, yeah, this week took a hit. Do you know our friend Heather? No, yeah. she's Icelandic. Oh yeah, she collects that. geckos. She makes beads. She collects geckos. I mean, like, she, makes makes beads. Beads. she makes beads. She makes beads. You mean she does beads? Oh, no, she does beading. <laughs> what the hell does she make beads from? <laughs> the, the geckos. The geckos. The geckos. <laughs> yeah, the geckos. Yeah, the yeah, bones. From the geckos. Yeah. She's sitting there with a net under a tree. <laughs> oh. And she's. Um, she could be wooden beads. She carves them. 
Oh, Whitland, she loves Whitland. And she's a, she's not a paediatrician, what is she? Pescatarian. Pescatarian. <laughs> a pescatarian. Pescatarian. End it there. Cut. Thank you for listening to this Guzzler podcast.